blitz. It's a blitz. Welcome to our PBL Project Blitz series, where each month we are highlighting the work of some awesome teachers in the PBL classrooms. Every guest will share out one of their favorite PBL projects, and we'll get a chance to discuss the impact of these projects on the students, the community, and our guests. We hope you find our guests as inspiring as we do. Welcome to the PBL Playbook, brought to you by Magnify Learning, where we equip teachers with project-based learning tools today so they can engage and empower their students for the future. This podcast will give you the playbook of real PBL facilitators in the classroom, just like you, and help bring you strategies and tools for your PBL game. Now, here are your PBL Playbook hosts, Josh and Andrea. Gotta find a better way. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the PBL Playbook. Uh, today we have a Project Blitz episode and we are so lucky to have uh, a friend of the pod back on the podcast with us. Uh, Brittany Tinkler is here with us. She's a third grade teacher at Southport Elementary School. Uh, Brittany, can you go ahead and just uh, give our listeners just a reminder of who you are and, and kind of your experience in PBL? Yeah, I'm so excited to be back with everybody. Um, you know my passion definitely lies and I'm so sorry about that. Do you have to start over or can that just be a funny joke? We all have students. Mine are still being released for buses. Okay, so back to my introduction. Um, I have been teaching at Southport Elementary School for um, seven years, but I've been teaching for almost 10. um, And I've spent the last four years in third grade doing um, project-based learning. So I've been growing in my journey of project-based learning probably for those four years in third grade. Um, And I've been on before talking with my administrator. We did an administrator series um, with Josh and Andrea, and then I've been on for some project blitz in the past. So I'm excited to do another one. Awesome. We are so excited to have you back. Um, So we're here for another Blitz episode and you are talking to us about an agency project that you did. Um, So could you give our listeners an overview of the projects that you did, um, your driving question, how you launched the project, what that final product was, um, and kind of your process? So Yes, our we did a project on agency. Um, this is a project that we've done a couple years in a row now, but this year was different and more special. So I really wanted to share it with everybody. Um, as we know, you know, the classroom feeling is different. Students were definitely nervous coming back to school, wearing their masks. There's definitely a new normal and a new feel to our schools. So um, the agency rubric is something that I've used since I started my work in project-based learning. And in the years past, students have worked to understand um, the six indicators on the rubric. Um, You guys should dig into it if you haven't seen it yet. But they've taken 
their knowledge of what they learned throughout the project and then have written plays where they've acted out the six indicators and presented them to younger students in the school. Well, this year with social distance, um, we had to think of a different way. So I launched the project with a letter from our administrators asking students to find a way to teach our school community about the importance of agency and what agency looks like in school, um, but to find a way to do that virtually, to find a way to do that while embracing those social distance rules that we have now placed in our schools. So um, it really drove students to think outside the box and to think about how can they use you know, technology and tools that we've been learning about to embrace our world of education and teach others about things that we feel are important. So that's where that need and that problem statement really stemmed from. Um, and we also know that agency is important here at school and that's more important now than ever. Uh, students need to be driven to seek their challenges, to tackle and monitor their learning, to practice things on their own now more than ever, because, you know, if they were to go home and have this virtual experience or they're sent home for many days in a row, um, they need to have that agency and that desire to get on and complete their work on their own. So I felt like called to this project and my students did too. There's a bigger need for it uh, this year than ever in the past. So that's really where it all stemmed from and how we got it started. Yeah, I, I love that. And, and I think Brittany's absolutely right. Like the agency rubric, if you haven't checked it out, is probably my favorite rubric just from a kind of, if you zoom back on what, what it means to be a, an active learner um, and take ownership over your learning, like that rubric is, is a great way to develop that skill set in, in students. So um, talk a little bit about what you saw from students in terms of like, did they end up understanding agency? I mean, we talk about like, I think I have high school students who don't really know what agency means, um, you know, and, and when you talk about third graders and their development um, of, of just understanding what learning is, like for them to be able to understand and then present agency is, is pretty awesome. So how did they do? Like, what, what did you, um, what did they get out of it? And, and what kind of results did you get from, from the project? Well, I really began, like any good project, with asking students what they needed to know about agency. And as you know, and as you just mentioned, Josh, there's a lot of big words on that rubric that are hard for even an adult to understand. And those indicators alone are really um, big words. I mean, use practice and effort to grow, seek challenge, build confidence, meet benchmarks, tackle and monitor learning, actively participate. Those are big words for little kids. So um, they're beginning of the unit need to knows really were vocabulary based like what do these words even mean so as the teacher i took those need to knows and i found powerful uh videos songs i pulled in some uh community partners virtually it was so cool one of our virtual partners i pulled in um the fire department and we did a, a google meet session with them where students could ask questions about how they, as firefighters, use um, practice and effort to grow themselves and how do they seek challenges in their jobs? What do they do to build their confidence and their self-esteem? Um, and they asked them, you know, we had questions for each indicator of the rubric and they got to talk to these adult community partners and see inside the firehouse at the same time, which didn't used to happen. You know, usually community partners come into the classroom and they still see their classroom. And it was so cool because right, it was like it, it was planned and this was not planned. It just happened. I was so excited. The kids were more excited. But at the end of our 
um, interview with the firefighters, they got a run and they had been sitting in the bay. So you could see the fire trucks and the firefighters come out, get their gear on. And you, the students are like, look at them tackling and monitoring their learning. Like they're going to fight a fire right now. Woo! Like they were just so excited because everything they had just talked about and, um, you know, applied to the agency rubric and the research these students were doing was happening right in front of the kids. So it was just really cool uh, for the kids and I. And that was probably something we really kept coming back to. I also took the kids outside on a nice day and taught them how to play kickball. Um, and we came back in and connected the game of kickball to the parts of agency. Um, like, how do we get better at sports? Um, and things like that so that they could reflect. Um, we did like a chalk talk protocol where they were quiet and kind of reflected on that game and the parts of the rubric that they were using and we shared out. So just really embedding that language of the rubric and the things that the kids were doing. We even, um, a lot of people use Class Dojo. We um, changed the points on Class Dojo to be the indicators. So they get their positive points for using practice and effort to grow, for seeking challenge for actively participating. So the more that they see people like modeling that and then they see their teacher like go give them a dojo point for that, they're like, oh, that's what that looks like, okay. So they're really, um, you know, picking up on those terms through their life, through the experiences that I was making sure they had. I think that's such a powerful part of the agency rubric is it is everywhere. Right. And you can you can find it in all of those places. And I, I love um, all of those pieces that you brought in. I remember from your last project blitz being really um, impressed with the way that you incorporated your community partners. So I'm, I'm sure that was an awesome experience for for your kids. Um, so what what did you see as the impact? You talked about um, some of that immediate like notice of where this comes up in their life. Was there any other impact that you saw? your students as they were completing the project? Well, the impact, you know, it's going to be year round because we've got this language embedded in the foundation of our classroom um, around what great students, great workers, great people in general are expected of. Um, so now, you know, I can positively reinforce these behaviors and they know what I'm talking about and they understand them, they can positively reinforce them for each other, but we can also name them when they're not happening, where, so that we can redirect, you know, behaviors during, during future projects. So it's gonna really pay off for the way the classroom works for the rest of the year and that environment um, and that culture that we've built. So it's huge. So I, yeah, I, I mean, I think then it, I think the ripple effect is that it, it carries with them, you know, year after year, right? Like once you understand what those practices are, like as long as that language is is present, um, it's something that, that you refer to. Like I can't tell you the amount of ways that, you know, PBL language has infiltrated other aspects of my life. Like it's, it's what I talk about now. And so I think the same thing will be said probably about, you know, your kids will have those same, those same types of responses. Like they will be able to talk about agency, which is really powerful as they continue their learning. So um, let, let's talk about like, so you've, you've done this project both like in a more normal setting, I guess when is the way to talk about it, where we aren't on restrictions in terms of who can be in and what we wear. And you've done it 
with like a more virtual setting with the, the COVID precautions. Um, you know, talk about how this year maybe helped you develop as a PBL facilitator and like what, what might next year look like? Will it be like, all right, let's go right back to what we did or will there be some sort of blend or, or what are you thinking? Um, what I learned is that when we as educators um, don't make excuses around the problems that we're facing like right now and we embrace them instead and still do what we know is best for kids and what I know is best for kids is PBL because they're highly engaged and they take that ownership that really good things can come from it because now as an educator I've learned um, that I can make this work no matter what the environment is and kids feel the impact and can get excited no matter what the environment is if that path is laid out for them Um, and when I think about the end product from this project this year to the way I've done it in the past I don't want to go back. My students um, decided that they wanted to write a song that could be played, you know, and recorded and played over the speakers in our school. And I mean, the writing and the counting syllables, the word work, the standards and the things that I was able to embed with that in product were way more powerful Um, instructionally and in getting the students to use the language of the agency rubric um, that I don't want to go back to the way I was doing it. They wrote a song. They rewrote a song. So they um, got hooked up with a DJ as a community partner, a DJ that I know. Um, It's still in transition. I will send you the final song when he's got it um, recorded. But they had to literally clap out the syllables of every line in a song while also learning to read poems. So songs are a lot like poems. This was very powerful learning for them. Um, And then we'd go outside and socially distance to sing and record our song. And they rewrote lyrics to um, The Greatest Show. And it's fantastic. And it meant so much to them. They're so into music and like TikTok and dancing and, you know, all of that cool stuff that it was really powerful for them to have the opportunity to see that like we can learn about something and we can teach others without even being face to face with them. And this is one of the ways that we can do this. So and then they learned about Google Meets. They've learned about this technology that's so important for them to know about. Um for the future that was not a part of my project before. So they're getting these 21st century skills um, while still getting to understand agency and the rigor of it went up this year, the academic rigor of it went up. So all of those three components teaches me that like, I, I wanna keep pushing myself to find ways to do PBL in any environment, no matter what, because it can happen. And what you might find is it might happen better than you thought it could. Well, I, for one, can't wait to hear their song. That's- it's so good. <laughs> like, seriously. He he takes their voices and puts it with this. It just sounds like they made the song. I cannot wait to share it with you guys. That's incredible. So I think that that is a really powerful message. Like, 
we talk all the time with PBL about um, giving our kids challenges and they're going to meet them, right? Um, we talked about that on our academic rigor episode that just came out. Um, and I think that it's it's interesting to hear you talk about your challenges because it's the same for us as teachers, right? You know, you have this project that you've loved and it has been powerful. And then we're faced with these incredible challenges this year. Um, and, you know, instead of going to a, a traditional unit or whatever, you face those challenges and what your students did was even better. And so um, I think that is just um, pretty powerful for, for all of us that are, you know, trying to push ourselves in this time. So with that being said, do you have any um, final thoughts or, or words of advice for our listeners? Just don't give up on your projects. Don't give up on what feeds your teacher's soul. I have no other way to say that, but like really do what you love doing in the classroom still. Don't let the current realities outside that's happening outside of our classroom walls stop you from being who you are with students keep going after it and remind yourself like when you're doing those things you're making it better for your students too so not only is it driving your passion but it's sparking a passion in them as well so just keep going hang in there Great advice. And uh, my teacher's soul is is full uh, once again after talking to Brittany. So uh, thank you again for, for coming back on the podcast and, and sharing your um, knowledge and expertise with us. You're welcome. Thanks for having me anytime, guys. Ready, break. Thanks again for joining Josh and Andrea for the PBL Playbook where we give you the playbook of real PBL facilitators in the classroom just like you and help bring you strategies and tools for your PBL game. If you want to reach the pod, you can tweet at AskGIEBS, at MissB103, and at MagnifyLearning. Or you can email the PBL playbook at MagnifyLearningN.org with any questions, thoughts, or ideas you have. Also be sure to show Josh and Andrea some PBL love by rating, reviewing, and sharing the PBL playbook with other educators. Yeah.